Welcome to the Habits of Success podcast, where we talk about different habits and how you can use them to change your life. My name is Ian Warner, and I am your host. And today, we are going to be talking about David and Goliath and how the story really paints a picture of what it looks like to be patient for your destiny. Now, I I, I think this is one of my favorite stories in the Bible, and um, I think it's one of the most popular. Like, I think you can pretty much use the reference of David and Goliath to anybody and they will have a general idea of what you're talking about. And I don't think there's a lot of stories in the Bible that are specifically like that. Now, one of the coolest things about this story is it, I think a lot of times people focus on the, the battle between David and Goliath. And they're like, well, you know, David took his slingshot and grabbed his stone and, you know, Threw it at the at Goliath, hit him in his head, knocked him out, killed him. You know, pulled out his sword, cut his head off, and you know, he he won the battle, and the Philistines had to to run off. You know, um, and though that is part of the story, I think a lot of times we don't focus on like the lead up to it. So before we get to that point, Saul is king. Saul is, but but he's doing things his own way. He was supposed to basically just completely get rid of this one town. He didn't do it. He ended up saving the animals so he could make a sacrifice to God and um, almost in a way to be like, to do a little bit extra to get more favor with God. That's not how things work. And, you know, this whole story at the end of the day is pointing to, um, you know, a savior that's going to be coming, who's going to be able to do that, which is Jesus Christ. And, you know, that's that's where things are really pointing to. So he's trying to do that to get a little bit extra. He's wasting his time. Um, because he's doing things his own way, not doing things the way he was told to do them, he ends up losing um, his kingdom. So um, after he loses God's anointing, um, uh, he tells God lets the the uh, prophet Samuel know that hey, you got to find somebody else. So um, there's a great scene where he goes to Jesse's house, and Jesse has a bunch of sons, and he's going up, like to he's looking at all these people on the outside. He's being like, man, look at this guy. He's big. He's tall. He's got, uh, he's got this. He's got that. He's got the physical stature to do it. And um, basically God's like, no, like um, you judge people by like their appearance, but God judges people by their heart. So he goes through all these brothers. And then finally he asks Jesse, like, man, you got any more brothers? He's like, well, yeah, I got more. Um, but he's out, he's out, he's out by the sheep. So he's like, well, all right, let me go check him out. She so goes over to, to, to this young man named David, who is at this point taking care of the sheep, which is considered to be a very lowly job, right? Like this is like someone who has, is having to like, you know, clean the basement or like, you know, scrub the floors type of thing. So goes to David um, and realizes that he's the one and anoints him. And uh, then David goes back to taking care of the sheep. And, and, and here's the thing I want you to pause and think about for a second. Imagine be anointed or imagine being told you're going to be king or imagine being told like, Hey, like you are going to be president of the United States, or you are going to be CEO of this company. You are going to have this great life. And then you got to go right back to taking care of the sheep. You're told you're going to be the next president of the United States. And you're like, Oh really? That's awesome. But yeah, but you got to keep cleaning these floors. You're like, Oh dang. And you get back on your knees and start scrubbing. That's basically what's happening to David here. And, uh, you would think, well, man, he got anointed king. Like he's going to be king right now. That's not what happens. And um, he goes back to doing what he's what what he was doing before, and he stays faithful to that thing that was right in front of him. And I think, especially for millennials, um, this is something we really struggle with: is we see what we could be, we see our potential, 
and we just want to get to that thing. But we don't understand that what you're doing right now is what actually what is going to get you to the thing that you're destined to do. Um, so you have to continue to be faithful to whatever you're doing now. So it might be that job that you're working in. Ooh, who knows what it is? But you have to be faithful to that. And that's what David does. So he's faithful to it. And then eventually um, Saul starts having problems. Um, uh, there's a demon. There's a demon spirit that's basically harming him. And um, they need someone who can play the lyre. And they don't know anybody. And, of course, one guy's like, man, I think Jesse's son can play it. So he calls up David. Now David's in the palace. And he's playing his lyre to help um, cure Saul temporarily. And in this time, he's getting to spend time with the king now. He's getting to see how things work. But don't get it twisted. He's still just a dude working uh, with the sheep. So then, you know, you fast forward through this, right? And he's still just tending to sheep. And now we're getting to this, this whole David and Goliath scene, right? And uh, you see a perfect example of being patient for your time, right? To, to make a difference. Because when Goliath comes in, Goliath is sitting there talking all types of trash. He's just running his mouth because he knows he's bigger. He's the baddest dude in the land. And he's saying, anybody who wants to come fight me, come fight me. And if I win, we're going to take over you guys. If you guys win, then you guys take over us. So uh, Jesse had asked David, he said, hey, can you go bring your brother some food? Right? Like, this is all this guy's doing. Like, he's doing, like, the lowliest of low jobs. He's like, go, go bring your brother some food. So he's like, cool. He's faithful to it. He goes, gets him a sandwich. He's going to bring it. When he gets there, one of his other brothers gets pissed at him. He's like, why are you here? Like, you're supposed to be washing the sheep. But not only was David doing what he was told to do, but he also made sure he got someone to watch the sheep for him. So he was faithful to what he was asked to do, but he's also faithful to the, the task that he already had. He didn't just leave it behind to go do something else. And how many times do we do that? Where we have something that we're in charge of and we just leave it and forget all about it so that we can do something fun that we want to do. And while he's there, he's now at the battlefield. He sees Goliath talking all types of smack and disrespecting God. And he's like, hey, like y'all just going to let him do this? And he lets them know straight up, like, I'm going to fight this guy. No problem. And, of course, everyone's first reaction is like, hey, you know, Goliath is a grown man. You're a little boy. You better chill. This isn't going to work out good for you. And he's like, no, trust me, I got this. And, um, you know, eventually Saul is okay with it. Saul starts putting on the armor and all these things, giving him all this equipment. And he's like, no, I'm not going to do this. He's like, here's the thing. When I was talking by the sheep, which y'all didn't know, behind the scenes, right? Here's the key, behind the scenes. Like, this wasn't, this wasn't on ESPN right now. This is behind the scenes when he's putting in work. He's like, when, when, when I was taking care of the sheep, there'd be lions and bears that come through. And I'd have to grab one of my stones and my slingshot and I would practice. So what these guys didn't know is he'd been working on this maneuver for years. He'd been doing this. He'd see them come, bam, that's how he'd protect the sheep. He'd get rid of lions, like big animals, by doing this. So then when they finally are like, all right, man, we got to let this guy just do his own thing. So he takes off the armor. He's like, I'm going to do this God's way. And he grabs his stones. He grabs his slingshot and puts it in. Right. And uh, it's crazy thinking about this because really he knew he was going to win because he was doing the thing he knew how to do best. He was sticking with the thing God had prepared him in. And it was a no brainer for him. And Goliath now, he, he is probably sitting there thinking, oh, man, we're going to fight with some shields and swords. He's not even thinking this guy's going to hit him with a long range item. Right. And it comes out of nowhere. And just boom, 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 boom. He throws his thing, pow. 
smashed this guy in his head, and he's done it just like that one hit. And the Philistines start running off because they know they're in trouble now because they, they're, they're big man's done, and they never thought he was going to lose. But I think in this story, and, and then here's the thing, after that story with David Goliath, he, he obviously, you know, he, he went on to fight many battles for Saul, but he still was not king yet. It was still years later that he actually became the king. He had, he had to have patience. Like, he got called when he was, like, 15. I don't think he became it until, like, he was in his 30s. So I I, I think you, you have to be patient through your, your, your journey, through your battle. You have to remember, you might know in your heart that there's something you're going to do, and it's going to be fantastic, and you can't wait to get to that. But you have to remember that every single thing you're doing every day is a part of your journey there because maybe you have to learn some things before you get to, 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 to be king in your own right. Maybe you have to learn how to do some things before you get to be that CEO, before you get to be president, before you get to that place, before you get to Hollywood, before you get to drop that that platinum album, before your art blow. Like whatever it is, you have to learn some things in order to get there. And I think David and Goliath and just David's entire journey in First Samuel in the Bible is a great example of just patience and patience and patience. He just waits and waits and waits and waits. But while he's waiting, he's not complaining. He's not groaning. He's faithful to what is in front of him. So that's my call to you today, this week especially. Be faithful to whatever is in front of you. Give your all for that thing. And if you can be faithful with a little, one day you'll be able to be faithful to a lot.